When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many jobs encourage us to relax during our lunch breaks, to get outside and have a change of scene. However, a multinational study published in the journal Plus One this week observed that the more relaxed working lunch could have an interesting effect on our post-lunch performance. I asked first author on the paper, Professor Sommer, what gave him the inspiration for this study. Well, it's a long story, but it occurred to me after meeting with some chefs of star gastronomy that meals do things to our mind. And later I saw when checking the scientific literature that there's a lot of research on the effects of food, but there are no studies on the effects of meals, independent of the kind of food consumed. And I thought this might potentially be a very important topic because every day we have to eat and we spend meals with friends and colleagues or alone, and we really don't know what is truly the difference. We have some ideas, but there's no scientific evidence. And that's why we thought, well, let's find out. Can you describe exactly what you did in the study? So we had two groups of young women. No particular reason why we chose women, but just to keep things simple. And one group had lunch at a restaurant. It was a simple but nice Italian restaurant. And they should take a female friend. And they had one hour. And after lunch, they had a walk back to the department where they performed some psychological tests. The other group was matched pairwise to the restaurant group and they received the same food, the same type of food, the same amount of food as the others, but they had no choice. They agreed that they would eat what the others had and they also went to the restaurant but picked up the food at the takeaway counter, took it to an office and ate this food alone within a time restriction of 20 minutes. No music, no other people around. That was essentially the difference. So both are more or less standard situations as you might encounter every day. What kinds of tests did you do on these women after they'd had lunch? The tests were standard experimental tasks. For example, you present one of two stimuli on the screen, like a square and a diamond. And to the square, you have to respond with one button, and to the diamond, you have to respond to another button. It's like a speeded typing task or a choice response task. Another task was classifying faces as being male or female, and these faces had emotional expressions. And we also had a third task, which was judging words for similarity in meaning, like the word blade and knife is related to each other, but the word sugar and knife is not related to each other. So what exactly did you find? Did you find any differences between the women who ate lunch alone and those who had a much more sociable lunch with friends? Yes, we did. So first of all, there was a difference in subjective feeling, which can be summarised that after the restaurant lunch, they felt more relaxed than after the office lunch. So they were a bit more tired and calmer. And then we found in different 
test differences between the groups. And one difference was that the restaurant group was more distractible by irrelevant information in a very simple, speeded task. So if there was irrelevant spatial information, they were affected more strongly than the office group. From electrophysiological recordings that we made from the electroencephalogram, we saw that if they committed an error in this task, the electrical signal was less pronounced in the restaurant group. So it seems that their brain (laughs) didn't notice as well that they were committing an error after the restaurant lunch than after the office lunch. In addition, we found that if we presented negative emotional stimuli, that is, faces with an angry expression, the brains of the restaurant group responded more sensitively. So we can summarize these findings that there is a relaxation of cognitive control after the restaurant meal as compared to the office meal. We did not have a test where the restaurant group performed better. But better or worse is a matter of context. When exactness is concerned and focusing and fending off distraction, the restaurant group performed worse, that one can say. But there are many tests that we have not done yet and which we intend to do in the future. And we believe that there are other situations where the restaurant group would perform better. From the work that you've done thus far, do you think that there are any implications for the kind of lunch we should have if we do different jobs? So if we do intense office work where we need to be focused, we should perhaps not take such a large lunch break or something like that? Yes, I would agree. If you want to go for precision and accuracy, you shouldn't have an extended lunch break like that in the company of friends. I think it's more distracting and disrupting. But on the other hand, there are other situations where the restaurant meal may be advantageous. For example, if you want to be creative, if you're looking for solutions of problems, then it may be better if you put yourself in a different frame of mind by such a restaurant meal. But I have to say this is speculative, and we are trying to investigate that in the future. But I certainly don't want to say that a restaurant meal is worse in every case. I think it really depends on your intentions and on the purpose.